I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Can I suggest you shut up and show more football? Come on, come on. Pick it, pick it. We've done that thing. Can we not knock it? I am flabbergasted. I wouldn't even let them on the bus after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester. <laughs> Again, don't, please don't call me arrogant because what I, I'm saying is true. I'm a, I think I'm a special one. When the seagulls follow the troll, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. I understand what I'm trying to get at. Yes, he was a great player. Yes, he was a wonderful leader. But he wasn't a magician. Take a I mean, not take a I'm Richard Keyes. I'm Andy Gray. And I've got a very milky cup of tea. Yeah, it's too milky for you. To drink, it is. Like yeah. yeah. Um, Luis, give my milky cup of tea, that's bad. <laughs> I'll do my best with it. Yeah. Mine's lovely, by the way. Normally, I'd be straight back to the kitchen to start again, but yeah. I, I, I can't upset him. Um, anyway, here we are, back together again after uh, our global hookup last week. I can now look into the eyes yes. of my very good friend, yes. Andrew Mullen Gray. Yeah. Uh, have you stopped partying yet, you boys? Well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure the team have stopped partying after having a very, very good night after the Serbia result. Of course, they, they did. They enjoyed it and had a lovely time. Great. First time in the men's team. Qualified for a major I'm glad tournament. you said that. Well done, because well, I was about to point out that, of course, although it's been 22 years, yeah. 23 years since the men's team qualified for a yeah. senior tournament, the women were at the 2019 yeah, World Cup. Correct. So 20, 23 years by the time it takes place, it'll have been since we competed. So um, I think they've got every reason to be very, very happy about what they've done. Um, surprised me, I have to say. I didn't think we'd do it. So I'm absolutely delighted. Um, watched the game, thought we were it's as good as I've seen us play, which I was pleased about, away from home as well, especially. But we are, we are I've said it to you many times, Richard, we, we, we don't get many goals. We have to be very solid at the back. We can't give goals away. The two games post-Serbia have proven that. We've lost them both 1-0. I think pretty sure that's all right. And, uh, and that's, that's the trouble we're going to have until we find someone who can get us one or two goals. By the way. We're going to depend on, you know, winning 1-0, drawing 1-1, winning the pens. You're at the finals. We're at the finals. Who cares? What's the ambition? Enjoy You're it. not going to win it, nor are England. So go and enjoy it. And they're not winning it. Are you sure about that? Well, after the latest... It's in England. After the latest 4-0... It's in England. Well, it might be in England. I don't 96. Think hmm. 
Mm. No. <clears throat> I think against, as they showed against Belgium, I think against really good opposition, they come up short. Well, I think against Iceland, I'd, 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 I wouldn't have minded a run out, to be fair. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the Premier League, of course, after the international yes. break. International friendlies, Andrew. Do we care? They're not friendlies. These were competitive games. No, the game against Iceland. Uh, no, oh, the ones, the friendlies yeah. that took place in yeah. between. Do we care? No, we don't. No, no we don't. Uh, and it's maybe and by the something. way, let me tell you, supporters don't care. No. The vast majority don't care, no, Richard. I think Wembley would have looked like that anyway. You know, supporters now basically want their team, their club team. That's, that's, they support, yes. yes, they support their national team. Of course they do. But I speak to my family back in England a lot. My, and my wife's family. The one thing they're so pleased about this weekend is Premier League's back. All of us are. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's what we live for, yeah. and international football has now. Uh, it, 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 I, I laugh when I see suggestions that Jose Mourinho uh, should should stop coaching Spurs and take on the the national team what manager's job. Jurgen Klopp might be tempted to go and coach Germany. No, he won't. Why? Not at any price. Why? Absolutely not. With not. the fit men, no chance. Got an appetite for the game. Not no chance. International manage management. Ten times a season. International management now is for people like Steve Clark, who will get a good club job on the back of what he's done. Or somebody who's. Maybe in the latter years of their coaching <clears throat> career and wants to just tends slow not down to a happen bit. so much, does it? It's it's young men now that are getting into Big, international yeah. management and club club as a result. Chris Coleman, another example. Yeah. Giggsy has snatched your hands off. Yeah. Mark Hughes started the trend. Yeah. Anyway, first a bit of housekeeping. A reminder, uh, please do share the podcast and rate and review. Um, we're very, very appreciative of that. And of course, subscribe and follow, as this means we'll as if by magic, appear on your podcast platform, ready for you to listen to us most Saturday mornings in the Western Hemisphere. Mm. Yeah. Uh, follow us both on Instagram and Twitter at Keys and A-N-D, Keys and Grey Pod, and on email at Keys and Grey, the podcast at gmail.com. A couple of bits and pieces. As was revealed here and on B in Sports before anybody else, automated offsides are coming. FIFA has asked firms to come up with new technology that will help decide close VAR calls based on algorithms of what is and isn't offside based on hundreds of real incidents. It's coming. Sorry. I told you it would. Leave the game alone, please. Well, it's too late, Andy. Well, it's too late, but I actually fear, I mean, people like me who, and and I am of latter years, I get that. Well, people like me and, and others I speak to, not even like me, people a lot younger than me, Richard, who played in the Premier League and have played in the Premier League, are as confused and disappointed, I think, as I am, that the, the interference in this wonderful sport that's made it the greatest spectator sport in the world for, the, well, forever. And they're now, I think, heading towards affecting those numbers. I really believe that. I, I think if we're not careful... We're going to lose people. Younger generation are going to grow up. So many other things to do. Football is going to be so clinical. And stop it for this and stop it for that. And let's have a look at this and let's have a look at that. That's not what made football great. What made football great was the flow of it. It flowed. It never stopped unless it went out for a throw in a corner. It flowed. It was always exciting. Now you wait and see a goal scored. Hold on. Right. See you 60,000 at that end. Just quiet a minute. You can't celebrate. Well, perhaps not at that end. Well, but well you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't celebrate just for another two and a half minutes until we check it. I agree. I'm sorry. I agree. I, I'd, like, I'd like to take issue with you. I can't because I agree. Um, PGMOL, Stockley Park, what were you thinking appointing David Coote 
for Liverpool's match against Leicester this weekend. <laughs> First time he would have Sorry been in that. VAR since the hold Pickford on, incident. Hold on. Would you mean what were you doing? It's remember who the initials you mentioned know, there tell you why. I know PG MOL. I know. Haven't got a clue. It's just staggering ineptitude. It really is. And could you tell me, please, since announcing at the start of the season, and I quote, I need to earn my next contract. What has Pep Guardiola done subsequently that's led him to sign one now? I didn't expect such a difficult question so early in the show. <laughs> well, I'm bemused. I, I, I don't understand. Well, I, 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 all I can think of, all I can think of, and you, you're, well, you're welcome to shoot me down. All I can think of is that the doubt that has surrounded it, the questions that have been leveled towards him in the last couple of months, and there have been a few, we've done it ourselves here on BN Sports, question whether his decision to delay the signing of a new contract was affecting his team's form. We talked about that at BN many, many times. So maybe that has influenced his decision to say, I'm going to put pen to paper to take all this doubt out the way and my team can get on and start playing again, if that is affecting him. It might be that, because he obviously hasn't done anything this season that has warranted a new contract, no, because they're wallowing in the league a little bit behind everyone else um, and, and not playing great, struggling to score goals. So, you know, maybe he's just said, yeah, I need to take this doubt away. I need to get everybody with a clear head. Everyone will know, all the players know, I'm, I'm here, I'm going to be here next year and, and going on, on from there. So to remove that doubt, I'm going to sign a new deal. Maybe. So, so really what he told us at the start of the season was just nonsense. I don't know. Right, those who have followed us for a number of years, particularly those that used to listen to the radio, mm-hmm. um, will know that it is very often the case that the subject matter that um, we're dealing with has, has not been discussed prior to us sitting down. Would that mm-hmm. be fair? Yeah, I think so. My thinking generally being, as I've said many times, there's only one first. Mm-hmm. So if it's rehearsed, I'm going to miss the reaction I'm looking for, mm-hmm. yeah? Right. Um, my contention is, and this is for discussion, right. Aston Villa yeah. are a better team than Everton. Wait. Right now. On what grounds? On the grounds that I have already, obviously, mm-hmm. spent some time not just thinking about this, but um, drawing up a combined 11, which each and every time I do, mm-hmm. leaves me with a surplus of Villa players. Seven. Seven? To the, to the six that I put. Seven. Seven from Villa go into a combined 11. Seven. Six. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Six and five from Everton. My my argument is right now, Villa are a better team than Everton. Discuss. Well, what do you mean right now? Today? Mm-hmm. On the basis of, of what? This season. On the basis of what we have seen. No. Everton's best side that I've seen this season, I think, is a, is a really good side. I think it's got really, really good players in it. And I look at... Uh, and at Villa, that wonderful, wonderful uh, victory against Liverpool will be the highlight of their season. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Um, I would argue that. I would argue Arsenal. that. I would argue that straight away. 
I think their performance against Arsenal was better yeah, because it was crafted and they had to give it more than they did against Liverpool, who capitulated at well, three and four. Yeah, still, Stop playing. Sorry, there's no one beat Liverpool 7-2 recently that I can think Well, no, of. because no one's been in a position and whereby they, they could. And, and look, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not diluting what happened. No, I'm not anyway, saying it wasn't a great performance. Arguing, that, arguing which performance was best is irrelevant. Both were terrific No, it's not, because uh, the, the, the purpose of my argument uh-huh. is that Aston Villa, right now, have a better team okay, than Everton. Well, we're going to discuss with a number of guests because oh, what I thought was, <laughs> what, what I thought See, was. See, I think it's a really good question because I think it's really difficult to say categorically who's better because I do think. I know both, you've got a problem both because these sides have have had exceptional results this season. One's close well. to your heart, and the other one gave you a break. So I knew it would put you in a position whereby you've got to be very careful. So no, I said to you, I'll be honest. I said to you, tap dancing. Is, I'll be is, honest. I'll be honest in what I think. Well, we'll pick an 11. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And we'll do it with an open mind, mm-hmm. with the support of, yeah. in your corner, a blue. Oh. Right? right? And in mine, a claret. A blue? Oh, a claret? Who have you found? I don't know what you think. <laughs> oh, I think I, I'm going to guess here because you've not told me. Well. Well, let's, 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 so what will happen now is I'm going to get the boys to join us live. Right. Hold on, let me just text them. I still have no idea about who they are. No, right. well, it would have spoiled it otherwise, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be so much fun now. Agreed? Yeah. Right, so let's call our first guest. Okay. Here we go. It's like the golden short, isn't oh, it? Don't wait, up. See if I'm right. He's a blue. He's yeah. a blue. All right, Reedy, how are you doing, son? <laughs> I'm not too bad. I <laughs> got it right. <laughs> he never told me who he was calling, but I knew it would be you, Philip. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He, right. can't, he can't keep the secret. No, 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 he didn't tell me. What, what we've got now, Reedy, is I'm, I'm, I'm going to be joined by someone that, that played in Claret and Blue and who's going to be in my corner for the purposes of this discussion. So, uh, let me guess this now. This is a, this is a stab. Is, is, that Burnley or, is that Burnley or West Ham? Oi, leave yourself. Oi, dude. So, Mr. Reed, thank you, first of all, for joining us. Uh, my yeah. argument, Reedy, is Villa are a better team right now than Everton. Is that a question or a yes. statement? Or? Well, it, 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 it actually is a statement, a statement. but I can turn it into that, a question. Yeah. Are Villa a better team than Everton in your view? Georgie B, are you Hello? there, son? Georgie, how are you? Hello, Georgie B. Yeah. George. We're going to get a proper Villa player. <laughs> I said to offer his opinion. He's biased. <laughs> He's on the coaching staff. <laughs> oh, how come you're already starting with attacking you being biased? <laughs> Georgie, Georgie B, good evening to you and thank you for joining us. Reedy's on the other line. It's me and you against the two Toffees, no, son. That's unfair. I'm, I've played for no. both sides. You're a blue. I've played for both sides. You played for both sides. And I will offer an honest opinion as well, my blue other blue partner. Right, okay. So, so uh, Georgie, I just put it to Reedy to make the case against my argument, which is that Villa yeah. right now are a better team than Everton. Reedy, agree or disagree? Um, I disagree because I think it's too um, early to tell. Uh, I think when you look at Everton, obviously the chance has been missing for games. I think Everton have got a good uh, team and the 11 are out, even though I've got a concern about Everton when they haven't got the ball, about the energy, about getting it back. Um, but I think it's too early in the season. I think time will tell to be perfectly honest. And that's not sitting on the fence. That's being experienced in football over a long period of time. 
I'll, I'll give you that. Georgie B, could you argue to the contrary? Yeah, I, I would like to argue, really, because uh, even though it is early in the season, and yes, Everton somehow has had a better start than Villa has had, um, but Villa would be very pleased with their current form and performances so far in the season. Um, but if we go by as a squad of players, um, then I am edging to choose for Villa, and that's not because I'm biased. Yeah, and that's not because <laughs> I, of course it's not George. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I think that if we compare the both squads together, mm-hmm. Villa might just edge in terms of quality-wise and in terms of of resilience to win more games in the Premier League than Everton might do. Right. I'll just, I'll tell you I like, I like Villa, I like Villa in the middle of the park. I like McGinn, uh, obviously Grealish. And I, I, whatever you say about Barkley, I think Barkley's a talented player as, as well. So not getting um, He's not I getting in the campaign that. side ready. Nowhere near he's not it. in my team. Yeah, he's not, not in my team. Out. I've already made a mistake. Uh, I'll have to confess, the boys weren't with us. I said I'd got seven from Villa in my team and six from Everton, which obviously gives me too many players. So, yeah, I've got... I was just going to say <laughs> that. No wonder they're a better team. <laughs> no wonder they're a better team, really. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll, I, I've, I've got the team in front of me and, and, and you've got to argue it down, you boys, if, if at all you disagree. So, the goalkeeper is unquestionably Martinez. Yes, I agree. Yeah, well, I can't disagree. I think uh, Pickford's been... Shaky at times this season, even at the beginning of the season. He's made one or two high-profile errors. Um, I, I still think that when you look, who is he? He's England's number one goalkeeper. That tells you a lot about him. But if you're just judging it purely on how he's played for Everton this year and, and how Martinez has played for Villa, then you would probably, probably, I think I'm right, read anyway. Would that be wrong in that? And that shading towards uh, the goalkeeper? I, I, I think um, I don't feel comfortable with him. I've got to say yeah. that... Um, I think England's number one. I, I'd want more from him. Um, and I think he's um, some of his decision-making uh, leaves a lot to be desired, in my opinion. So we're agreed, Martinez. Yeah. Right full-back, Matty Cash, all day long. What? Instead of Seamus Coleman? Yes, he's no gone. Chance. Legs have gone. No. 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 Legs have gone. No. Matty Cash. No. Up and down. No. Good defender. Totally unproven at that level yet. I said right now. Is that Matty is that Marty Cash from Not Forest? Yes. That's him. Yeah. Right, <laughs> go on then. Move on. No, no, Georgie. <laughs> uh, <I'm... laughs> See, he's, he knows I'm right. He knows no, I'm no, right, Georgie no, B. No. Yes. No, no, listen. listen. Uh, I think, I think Marty Cash in the long term would be a much uh, better fullback than Coleman, I think. What, what Coleman at his best? So, when, when, what when, do you mean Coleman at his best? Well, you he, said he'll be a much better fullback. Well, of course he will. It's like saying that Keezy will be a much better midfield player than you now because you don't play anymore. <laughs> well, that was always the case. <laughs> I mean, come on, I had more than he did. He's a water carrier. <laughs> By the way, Keezy's never heard of Matthew Cash before he signed for Villa. I've seen, I've, seen more than, I've seen more than Matthew Cash than you. So, Coleman... Right. Not right now. My argument is now. Yes. Coleman's been a fantastic no, servant and a wonderful player. player. He's been he, brilliant. He's, he's been, been fantastic. Been fantastic. But that's the point. He's been. I'm looking no, right no. now. He is fa- he's no, been fantastic hey, this hey, season. 
last game. Yes. Last Wait. game he played well because he had Rodriguez in front of him when we didn't have the or when Everton didn't have the ball. We couldn't find him either. Well, there you go. I think Rodriguez isn't getting that really say Look, I read that. That's a sad thing. <laughs> So, so for me, it's cash for for two out of well, it's a it, two 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 there because George is with me. Okay, there are two centre backs, Keane and Mings. Well, um, if I may start, I think there are not many good left-sided centre halves uh, who are um, uh, big and strong and powerful in in defending and. Very good to reasonable, no reasonable good to very good on the ball as well. Um, I think Mings is one of those players that if you have him in your squad, that's when you start to appreciate how well he actually has done for Villa. Um, and I don't see many games where he has made uh, a lot of errors or errors leading directly into into goals conceding. Now. There was an interesting start earlier on in the season when Van Dijk was fit, and it was that Tyrone Mings was just behind Van Dijk in the start of being uh, passed by or run by an attacker with the ball. He was just behind Van Dijk, which was very rare. He get beat, beaten on 1v1. So... For me, I think that's an easy one for really to call as well as for <laughs> our friend Andy. I well, I for, for me, Reedy Keen. I know I've shuffled him um, right, but Keen's solid. Um, if, you, if you're looking at Keen, I think uh, when he attacks the ball and it's straightforward, I think he's uh, really decent. I just worry down the side when uh, people go down the side or anyone with pace. I've got to say that. I'm not going to argue with one of each, I have to say. Um, I, I, I think that's fair. I mean, uh, Esther Conza, Conza has had a decent start to the season. That's fair. I think we've settled those two together. I think Keane and Mina are decent when they play, play well. But it mean I, don't it think much be, I don't think there's much between them. Well, yeah, you mean he didn't get picked last time out. No, I don't think there's much between them, the, the quartet. I think the left back's a shoe in. Well, ever. absolutely, yeah. He's a shoe in. Yeah. We all yeah. agree. Dean? Yeah. Look at Dean. He's got to yeah. be a left back. That's a shoe in. I'll, I'll go through three in midfields rather than just talking about one because this took me some time as well. Right. And there's some very good. What, count- what, 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 what formation are we playing? 4 3 3. All right, all right. So, well, that's what both so, teams so, play. So, so we have to pick or that. Is that Dean Smith? No, we're going 4 3 3. My three in midfield right. Decore, yeah. McGinn, Grealish. No. Can you play Grealish in midfield? You can. No, you can. Well, I'm going to explain to you why. No, you can. I'm sorry. I've can. got to get Richarlison in. No. Well, sorry. You'll, you'll, you'll have to leave. Grealish right plays side. in a five in midfield. You'll have to put him in the right then if you want Richarlison in. You, I've got. You can't, you can't play Grealish. Decore, in McGinn, oh, Grealish. Chaps, Georgie? Uh. It depends. Are you playing? Are you playing Greenish, uh on top of the two sitting midfielders, or are you playing them as a three? He hasn't got a clue, George. He's talked about a lucky I'll, bag, I'll, and he's I'll, just thought, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm doing, Georgie. I've got two sitting, and I've got Greenish slightly ahead, but I've had to. I've, I've got him in Hold midfield on. for a You've purpose. You've got John McGinn sitting. Yes, he can do that. No, he can't. He's one of Scotland's no, finest right now. Yeah, as a as an attacking midfield player. 
and off the front Sorry, most of the you're time. You're falling into modern day no, jargon. He's a midfield player. No, he's not. Really? He's not. And Decore doesn't well, sit there well, either. Well, considering um, I did used to uh, play my trade in there, so I exactly. thought I was yes. wondering when you were asking. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I think uh, Decore is uh, all energy. I like Alan. Uh, he feels old he smells danger. So I'd have uh, them two in, uh, uh, definitely in the middle of the park. Uh, Grealish, I, I prefer to be at the top end of the pitch, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, fair enough. I, I... What do you mean, as a top end, as a number nine, or as a number... No, no, no. That yeah, I, I'd play him off the side, coming in yeah, narrow. Yeah. I, I think, I think, he, I think he's an intelligent footballer who can read the game. And when you're attacking, I think he causes problems if you give him that free spirit, mate. Right, my free, mm. right? If anyone's interested. But just, just may I just say, because Reedy mentioned Alan, fantastic first two or three games, got injured, came back. Hasn't been anything like the player that introduced himself to us. Might be as a result of an injury. My concern would be that maybe he flattered us. Right. Well, that's a that's a false concern, right? My three would be <laughs> Alan sitting, sniffs out everything. Absolutely, Reedy's right. Sniffs danger. Gets across the, the passes, playing it towards the front people. Breaks it up, nice and simple. And two ahead of that would be Decore. Definitely, I think he's he's such a powerful player. I think he's better than people think he is. Agreed. And better than he gets credit for. And I would put John McGinn there as well. So I would have his Alan sitting, and then I'd have the other two in front with a license to get forward whenever they wanted. Okay. That would be my well, you just shot yourself in the foot because you haven't thought further beyond that, have I you? Have. And I'm about to give you my front three. I don't care. Which are Watkins, <laughs> Calvert Lewin, Richarlison. Who's playing right? Watkins is going to have to. Yeah, what? Nah. No, we can, nah. no, Watkins, no, no. Well, you've got to get no, him no, in. No, no. no you don't. He's the second top scorer in the country. Hold on, you went, oh, you had, you, so what? Oh, so you just got to get him in there? Yes. No. In a combined 11. No. That's not going to play anybody. No. It, on current form, Watkins no. has to be in the team. No. George, back me up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my dear friend, uh, do you want to hear my front? Yes, three? please, George. Yes. B. yes. I, I've gone for Watkins up top. Thank you. As a centre forward. As a nine. Yeah, yeah Calvert Lewin's better. As a centre forward. Yeah, as yeah. a centre forward. Okay, go. And I've got Jack on the left. Yeah. I've got Richarlison as a number 10. Richarlison is a. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I've got Jay Rodriguez on the right. Sorry, well, you've now got four up top, so you've got one player too many. No, no, he's had two set midfield. No, I players. haven't. He's already played two setters well, in midfield. Playing four, who's, three, your two, <laughs> who's your two setters in midfield, George, then? Ducori and McGinn. McGinn's not going to sit there. There you Trust go. Me. I know. You, <laughs> I, listen, you could pick a team or you could fantasy island it. Sorry, James Rodriguez. Really? Did I yeah. pick him? I've not picked him. Reedy? Yeah. Hammers. Yeah, go on. Hammers uh, Rodriguez is a terrific footballer and great left peg. Uh, I, I, I have got a concern uh, when he hasn't got the ball. I've got to say that. I'd, I'd, I'd go Calvin, Calvin Lewis on top. I'd go um, Grealish and I'd go. Um, with Charleston off the right. That's my three. I agree with you. you, you don't, neither <laughs> I, of you want I to play Watkins. 
I've seen boys get split, yeah. Sensational. Good potential, yeah. Good potential. Yeah. Well, you said, you just said to you. me before the boys joined us, Ollie Watkins, Villa's what? great start, but best game of the season the way, so far against Liverpool. Richard, Richard. Yes, Reedy. Richard, is yes. this, is this uh, Watkins who was at Exeter and went to bed? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but everybody grows oh, up. We don't, oh, right. uh, you know, no, 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 no. Hey, by the way. So you're going to drop Richarlison? No, I like the boy. No, I've told you my three. That's why I played Grealish further back. I've got Watkins, Calvert-Lewin, Richarlison up top, and that's why I've got Grealish breaking from the other two, Decore and McGinn. So you're picking uh, round pegs and square holes. No, I'm picking picking a really good side. No, You're just manufacturing it. It's not where he has been, is it? It's not where... Watkins has been exactly or where he is right now. Oh, exactly. No, hey, hey, George, I'm sorry, Calvin Lewin's having a bad season. To, yeah. I was <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just trying to give um, Richard a little bit of an insight of that yes. me seeing a lot of them. I seen a lot of them at Brentford. He was absolutely outstanding. With the yes. other two, the BMW Reedy. I watched him all season long. He was fantastic. I was see. I've seen him at uh, Villa this season. He's done great. I just think at this moment it's time to go with the. Uh, Calvert-Lewin. Well, I see that's why in my team I've got the two. But I, if you've got your teams written down, boys, I have got six from Villa and five from Everton. Uh, I don't know how many I've got. I have to count them up. Uh, one. I don't know. George, you've obviously got yours in front of you. What have you got? I've got I've got I've got Martinez in goal. Yeah. I've got Cass right back. Correct. Mings is in there, so yes. that's three. Yeah. McGinn, uh, one of the holding midfielders. Yeah. Four. I've got Watkins up yep. top, that's five with on the left hand side, that's six. Six. And I've got the opposite. I've got six Everton and five Villa. Have you? Reedy, what's yours saying? I've got ten Everton and one Villa. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I love him. <laughs> He's got all Everton and Jack Grealish. <laughs> oh it's interesting though it's interesting uh, we, we could have known this was coming <laughs> I'm surprised you said it really. I was actually waiting for, uh, for Richie to come up no. what's interesting is that the two Evertonians haven't got Rodriguez in their starting 11 no I, I think that it's not interesting it's, it's who you pick I would have to look and say I would have to leave out Jack Grealish if I wanted Rodriguez or what? Richarlison if I wanted him in and I don't think he's better at the moment than either of those two. No. There you go. I think he's he's a wonderful... I agree with Reedy. He's a wonderful footballer. But there is, there's something about him that Man United, Reedy said it, exposed, particularly in the first 45 minutes, down Seamus Coleman's yeah. side, that he, he lacked a bit. And I'm sure that it wasn't lost on Ancelotti that. So that's the reason he wouldn't be in my side. The boy's a gifted footballer. But I want people I can depend on. And Richarlison and Grealish, I can depend on. Mm. My concern would Andy, be that... It, yeah, Andy, you, you said earlier that you would go for Seamus Coleman yes. rather than Matt Cash yes. because uh, Seamus is more of a solid defender. So no, no, he's a, he's, he's a probably you, good forward. You're saying if you've got a good fullback there who's a defender, then can you not afford to, pay, to play Jay Rodriguez then as a right... Well, before sat before last weekend, Reedy and I watched Everton against Man United, and and United picked them apart on that right hand side. George, I might have said yes <laughs> to that question. We can get away with that. But, but after the first forty-five at Goodison, I, I've, I've changed my mind on that a bit, George. <laughs> Now you see back to plan B. Eh? My, my concern, and I think Mr. Reed will appreciate this, is that. It's getting a bit colder now in the UK, and 
I think there's. Rodriguez won't, won't show up. I think the, you'll see the best Less of Rodriguez again. Again. from from the back end of March through April and May. There are some players that take time to adapt to the British climate, mm-hmm. aren't there, George? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, I, I I don't know why we're having the conversation anyhow because nowadays when you can throw five subs on, it doesn't matter who gets in the first eleven. Yeah, we're only three in the Premier Well, we are. Nowadays. That's interesting. You mentioned that, really, because remember. and uh, no, I don't want to stray just yet off that. I want Georgie to tell us two stories. Uh-huh. One of asking Gordon Strachan if he could skip the afternoon training session. He never. And two, Georgie, how many... Well, let me ask you this question, Reedy, and then George will tell us. How many players, Reedy, when you've been holding a team meeting have fallen asleep? Um, none. <laughs> <laughs> um, George is gone. I'm going to say that. Mind you, my, my, my team meetings were a little bit different. Yeah, you as well. <laughs> no, Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, we heard, we heard that in the documentary video. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, got a, I've got a serious point here, uh, Richard. Yes, George. Uh, listening to your comment about the weather forecast and the winter seasons in the yes. UK. Now, hear me out. Yes. I think you can scrap that now because most stadiums now during the winter months have heated pitches. They have heaters in the stadium. Yes, but they're not going to warm you. George, George, they're not going to warm you in a way that you needed to be warmed because you didn't want to go out in the rain. No, let me finish. Go on. Most games would be a lot warmer right now than when Andy was playing in the 80s (laughs) or 90s. I I guarantee you now. Oh, sorry. Let me tell you, George. Villa Park in 2020 is just as cold as it was in 1975. Go on, really. Go on. George is right. When Andy played, I tell you what, it got warmer when I played. I can't remember Andy. George, I'm with you, mate. George is fucked up. When he played, dear me. I was just about to say, by the way, I always do when I find myself in Reedy's company. But, George, let me tell you. It's at Stoke, and I know they're not in the Premier League, but it's always been the benchmark. At Stoke on a Tuesday night in November, it's everybody's cold as it once was. Yes. And I, I actually called George this week and said, will you join us? He was on a bus going to Carlisle. Carlisle! He would never have gone on the bus to Carlisle with no, Coven- Coventry, ever. He's got a work man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got a man. <laughs> he's, he's no choice. I would have a, no a Carlisle hamstring, I think, for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get that as a coach though that's the only thing <laughs> George you're currently closer to it than any of us what, what is the feel I mean really mentioned it we're the only league now even the FL have, have, have said we're, we're going to have five subs what, 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 what's the thinking at your club about the restriction to three or are you for it um, I don't, we are we are not uh, really uh, concerned about that because we have that many injuries as, as other clubs are uh, my opinion is that the clubs that have a lot more injuries are the ones always pushing for more uh, subs, uh, the five substitutions. But if you if you go back and you look at the clubs that don't really struggle with injuries, those managers aren't complaining, and, and we are we are not in that position to say that well it's yes or no. Preferably, we prefer to keep uh, with the three subs at the moment. Do you think it gives? Um, as the, I said, do you think it, it restricts the big boys? Really, should it be five? 
Uh, no, well, why should we make the game uh, more, uh, uh, you know, in their advantage than for anybody else? Uh, just because they they have they have far superior, better players, and they have uh, better uh, players on the bank, which obviously they want to utilize. So, as an example, our best eleven, uh, if they're playing, we can get a result. But if Man City uh, have uh, five substitutions. They can play, uh, you know, well, world class players coming off the bench to make the difference in the game, which we don't have. No, so then that's not. Yeah, can, I, can, I just ask, on, really. can I ask you a question, Richard? Of course. Why have five? Why have five? Well, what do you want then? Would you, how many do you want? Would you then? What are you saying? Why have five? Have what? Seven? Nine? Well, Ten? I, no, I, I think I think three's enough. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. You know what's no. interesting, why, Peter? Why, if you why, look at, if why, you look why, at it, why not? Why not just? Why not have eleven on the bench and change them all? <laughs> exactly. But what I'm saying, Rudy, when you look <laughs> at the, mean, when you look at the stats though, Rudy, this year, Man City have not hardly used the three subs in any game, and yet they're complaining yeah. about injuries. Last time out, they used one. They used one, and Klopp used two. Klopp used two, but, so but, they're not I, using I, all the subs I, anyway I, for the majority of the time they play. And I'll, I'll throw something else at you in the equation, you know, right. substitute. I, th- I think football's a game of stamina as well as skill, finesse, ability. There's still got to be that, you know. It, it, I mean, I understand injuries. I understand injuries. I understand tackle, tactical substitution. But surely, if we make it any more, it gets a little... Well, it, for me, it gets a lot more confused. Right. Do you know what um, I think, guys? And, you know what I think and, as well? Just quickly on a football note, I think if you're a team like, as George says, a top team in the top six or seven in the league, and you could pick, you could change five outfield players, right? That to me is t- yeah. a totally different team, and it's like should be a totally yeah. different weekend. That is playing it's two teams. Team. It's, it's playing two team, teams five. in the one game, and I, I think that is unfair to the vast majority of teams yeah. in the league. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I get the injuries, but coping with injuries uh, and, and losing players from suspensions has always... Now, we might be more than normal. It's abnormal circumstances. So we've got to, I think we've got to suck up and accept that and get on with it and say, this is it. This is this is fair for all three subs. It's fair for everybody. And we shouldn't just be loading yeah, yeah. everything towards the big boys. It's only an opinion. That's what we want. Can, can, I, just, uh, can I just get up the... Uh, Carlo Ancelotti, uh, uh-huh. a, a magnificent uh, coach with a great yeah. record. But I've got to say, Dean Smith uh, from Brentford to Villa, I think he's done absolutely mm. brilliant. Yes. You know, yes. and I love the way his team plays as well. I've yeah. got to say that. I've got to say that. So I just thought it interject there. So, in conclusion, gentlemen, can I first of all say thank you, Reedy and yeah, George? Thanks, Reedy and and George. If, if Dean Smith is our coach, that's six from Villa plus the coach. Oh, no, no, Me no, and George no. win, no, hands coach, down. You cannot, yeah, you cannot pick yeah. Dean above Carlo Ancelotti. You might be, I mean, come on. You've already said to me, of all the great managers, he's never quoted <laughs> as in the best in the world. And you're always saying to me, Ancelotti, one of the best managers in the world. I think the best. <laughs> it wasn't my idea, it was your mates. No, so there you go. <laughs> So you can't. I mean, Dean, Dean, I hope, will become a magnificent manager at Milan when loads of things. But right now, you can't say... No, Carlos, Carlos, he's granddaddy. Yeah, he's yeah. new Bobby. He's new Bobby Robson. He yeah. is, yeah. Uh, l- listen, guys, thank you very much. That was fun. Really enjoyed it. George and Reedy, thank you. You're welcome. So it was a one-one one, one draw then, huh? uh, No, six from well, Villa, five from Everton. It's a white wine in the post. <laughs> we had, Reedy and I had six from Everton and five from Villa. I don't think you did. I think Reedy, Reedy, really inadvertently. I had the goalie. Yeah. 
Magic one, cash. One centre back. In fact, more. I had the goalie, one centre back. I did, right? Yeah. T- yeah. Then I had uh, McGinn in midfield. Yeah. And, no, and Grealish. And Grealish. Seven four. I had. Yeah, well, that's why you'd yeah. lose the game. No. Um, <laughs> once again, <laughs> once, once again, chaps. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you By very way, much. Talking about weather, how, how is the weather back there, boys? Good luck, George. Thank you. The weather is much warmer in Birmingham. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks again. Boys. Thank you. Cheers, guys. One other thing. Um, lots of chat this week about a very important topic, Andy. A tragic topic as well. And one that you and I, yes. and we're never going to get any credit for this, yeah. but you and I played a part in. I think... Uh, I, I think I, I, I like to think we got the ball rolling. We were the first to speak to Dawn Astle. Do you right. remember many years ago yeah, on the radio? Yeah. Many um, years ago. A problem that, that football has now started to discuss, the brain injury and uh, subsequent, um, well, death of many. Mm-hmm. Um, Mail's now campaigning on the issue off the back of the sad passing of Nobby Styles mm-hmm. and, uh, and the news of Sir Bobby Charlton. Uh, my question would be, why has it taken been? so long? Yeah, where have you been? Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that's relevant. We have we have spoken about this many times, and 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 we were lucky enough to speak to Dawn, uh, somewhat I think nine nine and a half years ago. Yeah, in her in her quest for some justice for her, not justice, so well, yeah, for, justice for answers yeah. uh, as to why her dad passed in the way mm. he did, and and it's taken. She's been treading water for the best part of these nine years, and it's it's a shame, and it's a shame on the, the likes of the PFA and others, Richard, that it has taken two high, high-profile players to come down with this. I'm talking about Nobby, who passed, sadly, and, and, and Sir Bobby, who's contracted it, who's got it. He's got now got dementia. It's taken that those two guys been announced at the same, roughly the same time, slightly away after Nobby's passing. It was announced Sir Bobby was, was in uh, with dementia, coping with dementia. And it's taken that, that to get people going. And... You know, and I just think that the, the PFA and that should have been going. But I get, you and I get why they're not going there. We know that. It's too it's harmful. A, it's, it's a can of worms they mm. don't want to open, Richard. Mm. They really don't. I would add, and it's uh, Jack's son who has said, not all dementia-related cases are as a result of heading football. No, of course they're not. And we have to be careful about that. And I think yes. it is an inconvenient truth that Jack actually uh, was fighting cancer at the end. Right. So it may very well be that, that for other reasons... He, he left us. But I, I, I do think it is a subject that, that needs to be discussed. I, I mean, I'm and, glad it's out there now. Yes. yes. And, and I'm glad that some high-profile people are, are putting their weight behind it. Absolutely. Did you enjoy that? Well, talk to the boys. You knew it was Reedy, didn't you? But you didn't well, know it was I George. I Reedy. I wouldn't go George. I thought you were going to go Andy Townsend. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could yeah, have I thought you were yeah. going to go AT. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, it's got to be Andy Townsend. I knew Reedy. It had to be Reedy. It was either Reedy or Sharpie, but I thought, you'll go Reedy. Yeah. Uh, uh, we win um, anyway yeah. please follow us both on Instagram and Twitter at Keys and Grey Pod and on email Keys and Grey the podcast and that's Keys and A-N-D Keys and Grey the podcast at gmail.com and we look forward to spending time with you next week Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.